welcome to the Steve Young Biblical Perspectives Podcast. In this podcast, I will dive deep into the truths of what we read in the Bible and how to apply it to your life today. Be encouraged with today's podcast. Welcome to the Biblical Perspectives Podcast. This is Steve, and this is episode number 23. And the title is Pulling Down Strongholds. And this is another subject that I've been studying, and I just wanted to share it with you. So we're going to start out in 2 Corinthians chapter 10. I'm going to read verses 3 through 5 out of the New King James Version. That's 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 5. It says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. So strongholds and part of that, if I was to read part of that again, it says, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. So what is a stronghold? The Greek word used here for stronghold means a fortress or strong fortification to fortify through the idea of holding safely like a castle. By dictionary definition, it's a well-fortified place or a, a fortress, a place that serves as a center of a group as of militants or of persons holding a controversial viewpoint. So I'm going somewhere with this. Just bear with me on that definition. So strongholds form in our mind. They can become like a castle, like a fortified place, a fortress, that place that serves as the center of a group, as of militants or of persons holding a controversial viewpoint. That all happens in our mind. Satan's inroad is your mind. It becomes his center of operation where he places controversial viewpoints, viewpoints that contradict what you truly believe. Viewpoints that don't line up with God's word for the intention of fortifying that thought to the point, making you believe it so much to the point that it now becomes a stronghold in your life. It becomes a reality. So let's back up for a minute. Verse three, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. And then the beginning of verse four, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God. The word carnal means to be governed by human nature and strength as opposed to being governed by God's spirit. So we're in the flesh, but we don't battle through our flesh. We need to not be governed by our human nature and by our human strength, but be governed by God's spirit. This is very important. We all have to battle this. When someone comes against me, I have to remember I'm not battling that person. And if we don't recognize this, this is where offense comes in, rejection can settle in, all of these things. They're just the tool that the enemy is using to get into my mind and create a fortress, create a stronghold. I don't battle back by using my own human nature. I must battle back through God's spirit. And sometimes that means I don't have a response. 
I laid in God's hands. I let him work out the details. And that's very difficult. Uh, Verse 5, casting down arguments. Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. So some translations use the phrase, casting down imaginations or thoughts. Those words really are closer um, to the original language of that text, and it's a closer description to that. So the weapons are for casting down those two things, imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Both of these areas deal with the mind. Our battle against the devil takes place between our ears. The Greek word used to describe imaginations means a reasoning that is hostile to Christ and his word. That's why some translations, as the, in the one I use, uses the word arguments. It's for casting down those arguments in our minds. Now, we've all had this happen to us. We think one way, but we know what we are thinking does not line up with the word of God. We battle that. The enemy puts this thought in our mind. You're going to go bankrupt. You're going to die. You're going to this. You're going to that. And that doesn't line up with what God's word says. So we end up battling that so that that doesn't become our reality. It becomes an argument in our mind. The weapons of our warfare are used for defeating, pulling down those arguments. Andrew Womack said this in one of his commentaries. The mind is the battlefield in which thoughts and reasoning contrary to God's word are to be captured and submitted to Christ, our commander. Just as enemy soldiers are captured in war, so rebel thoughts must be taken captive and made to submit to Christ. We have to bring every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ. What does that mean? That means I check my thoughts with God's word. Is what I'm thinking in line with what the word of God says? If it's not, I make it obedient. How do I do that? I find scriptures that proves my thoughts wrong. I must fill my mind more with God's truth than I fill it with the enemy's lies. That's the key. The weapons of our warfare. If we look at Ephesians real quick, Ephesians 6, I'm going to read 10 through 18, but I'm not going to cover all of that. I just need to read it so you get the context of it. Ephesians 6, 10 through 18 says a final word, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against all evil spirits in the heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle... You will still be standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Pray in the Spirit of all, at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. So though all of these spiritual weapons mentioned here are important, there's one I really want to focus on in this podcast as it relates to this. 
verse 17, put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So Paul writes about her spiritual armor while he is in prison. He's chained there in prison. So he uses the armor of a Roman soldier that's guarding him to compare our spiritual armor to that. So in order to to understand the true meaning of this spiritual armor, we need to understand what the armor of a Roman soldier looked like. So when we got saved, our salvation became that helmet, the helmet of salvation. Helmet in the Greek means a piece of armor that fits very tightly around the head. Seems self-explanatory. The intention of that helmet, though, on a Roman soldier was to literally save a soldier's head from being chopped off. Our salvation must be wrapped tightly around our mind. We do that by properly understanding what it means to be redeemed. If you don't understand, if you don't realize that your salvation doesn't hinge on your works, you're going to have a loose helmet that the enemy can easily remove, leaving your mind exposed. Our mind gets exposed when we feel like we've messed up and God doesn't love us anymore, or God can't forgive you for something you've done. When we enter that mindset, the enemy says, I've got an inroad, I've got an open door, I can start building some strongholds that take root and become your reality. You've been given weapons and protection against the strongholds of the enemy, and you've been given tactics to begin to pull those down. So as I wrap this up, recognizing strongholds and having the wisdom to pull them down is key to moving forward. Strongholds keep us in bondage. They steal our peace and our freedom. We have to identify them, seek wisdom from God so that we can continue to walk in freedom. The cross set you free for a purpose, a purpose that goes beyond just making it to heaven. There's so many more benefits to that in this life. Don't allow the tactics of the enemy, the strongholds he places in your life, to take root. So I hope you were encouraged by this podcast today. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Uh, my wife and I also have another podcast called Get a Life podcast with Stephen and Kristen Young. So please check that out as well. If you're interested in reaching out to us, we also offer life and business coaching. I'm also available to come speak at your church or your Bible study, your small group, your men's group, uh, whatever you'd like. So if you want to reach out to us and find out what we have to offer, skyoungconsulting at gmail.com is our email. Or you can find us on Facebook at SK Young Consulting and you can shoot us a message there. Thanks for listening.